We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. about today thank god we are not talking about draymond green mary babers green uh jamaica oh no we'll talk a little jamaica um javante green <laughs> we might talk about some javante green maybe no He's is jeff about. green still around uh, jeff green. <laughs> uh, you know so it's it's funny because we had this plan to do some preseason previews and the last week kind of throw the through everything through a loop uh and i you know i don't regret it like you gotta talk about what matters right but like until there's something new on the draymond front i'm gonna let it sit for a couple days you know yep yep our listeners want to let it sit for a couple days because we can only say the same five takes repeatedly so i'm excited sam for what we are going to talk about today yeah so we are recording this before the Warriors Blazers game. Typically, we don't do it, but it's preseason. I think you guys are okay with it. So, if something wild happens in that game, apologies. Uh, but we'll take we're taking our chances here. Um, so, in you know, before the whole Draymond episode, I think you and I were very optimistic about the Warriors. Yeah. Still, probably like long term, my optimist. If they get on the same page, I'm still kind of optimistic. But you know, even with that said. Things can happen, and let's ignore drama and injury as the reason the Warriors might not repeat. I think it's worth discussing. Let's discuss the other teams in the West. What would have to happen for them to dethrone the Warriors? All right. Want to go first? Yeah, let's let's just go. You know what? Let's go team by team. I have these teams ranked in order of – kind of the consensus Vegas lines of who's fa- who's favored. So first team we're going to talk about is Clippers. Uh, everyone seems to think the Clippers are um, the biggest contender to the Warriors. I get it. They have one of the only players in the NBA who's proven to be good enough to lead a team to a championship, to be the best player on a title team, Kawhi Leonard. And yep. they got really versatile wing defenders. So let me start with you. A, how much do you buy the Clippers as a contender? And B, what would need to happen for them for you to for, – for, like, the scenario to play out, non-Warriors-related? Yeah. Like, I don't want yeah. to hear Steph sprains his ankle. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, Kawhi might not be healthy. Yeah, no shit. If Kawhi's not healthy, they're not winning <laughs> championship. Obviously. Um, they are my second. I, I ranked it. You have them first. I ranked them second behind this other team. So I have my concern with them is actually on offense. The more I think about it, mm-hmm. um, it, it's it's the same issue that they had when Reggie Jackson was running point. It's and it's the oh, same issue that they've had for four years and he might still be running point. Uh, but now it's John Wall, who I have no idea if he's good at basketball or not, because last time we saw him was I was, you know, 25 years old. Um, I don't know in the playoffs if they're going to be able to score as well as, for example, a Golden State Warriors with an offensive player like Steph who can create, as well as like your teams like with Giannis, those guys. Um, And part of that is because I just don't think they have ball handlers. And outside of Kawhi getting his own shot, and that's what he does, he gets his own shot. They have nobody that can create and get to the basket. And the rest of their role players are guys that aren't going to do anything outside of stand on the corner or stand on the wing and wait for a pass to shoot a three. So that's my concern. It reminds me a little bit of the Boston Celtics last season where by the time you got to the NBA finals, it actually, it all worked because their defense was amazing. But by the time they had gotten to the finals and the Warriors had figured them out in game three and game four, their offense was dreadful. And I, and I do think the Clippers have some, now obviously healthy Kawhi is going to be a lot better than Jason Tatum, but I do think that's going to be a concern for me for the Clippers. But uh, if I were to say they're the, they're the team that can beat the Warriors, I would say, um, I would say they're just, they're just balanced and depth. they just got all the defense, but that's my one concern. So I would say uh, I like the Boston comp, but the reason I think they can win the, the, the whole thing um, is they're a more mature Boston. Kawhi, well, I'm assuming Kawhi is fully healthy. He's probably better than Tatum will ever be. That's not even a knock to Tatum. Kawhi is nice. one of the best players I've ever seen. Yep. Um, Paul George, better than Jalen Brown and certainly more mature. You know, they're 31, 32. Those guys were in their young 20s. Their role players are all at the winning age, and they got a lot of them. Um, I have similar questions with the point guard. Like, I don't think the Clippers will be at pretty watch. I think it's going to be like Boston where it's like their versatility overwhelms you and they have some shot making, but it's kind of ugly basketball. But if they're to win, I think all that stuff comes together. And the one factor we did not mention, Ty Lue. Ty Lue's one of the best coaches, one of the best playoff coaches in the NBA. He he's give him a roster of versatility and he'll scheme stump stuff up over the series to take advantage of you. So um, they're not my favorite team, but I can actually see how it works for them. My actual bigger concern for them is on the defensive end. I don't think they have anyone who can guard quick guards. I think they are set up with dudes to guard LeBron and KD. They're not set up with dudes to guard Steph Curry or, um, like a Doncic, right? They can guard like a Doncic who's a little bit Yeah, smaller. I mean Devin they got, Booker. They're not really they're not really set up to to guard like quicker guards, just to to be honest. Like most of their wings are like Robert Covington, um Nick Batum, guys who are better at guarding four fives than one twos. You know what I'm saying? Uh really only Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann's their only like Wiggins type of wing who I'm like, "All right, you could probably put him on an island on Steph and he's going to do he can at least move his feet with him, right?" Which, um, which I would say, if you're looking at the context of the the Western Conference or just the NBA, there's not many all-time elite-level quick guards except for Steph. So I think the Clippers have done you would think everything right in in playing because they're not just playing the Warriors. They've got to get to playing the Warriors. So you're gonna have to play the Lakers. 
Um, no, I mean, you're right. Like, like, like the other yeah, teams, just, the just other stuff. teams in the West, they're not dealing with that type of problem. They're dealing with more uh, different types of problem. All right. Um, second team um, is the Denver Nuggets. Uh, this is my you, this is this is my favorite first. team. This is my favorite team. And uh if I were to argue uh that they're going to make the NBA finals, it's that they're the best team, best offensive team in the NBA, maybe one of the best offensive teams of all time. And again, I I'm basing this off of Nikola Jokic back-to-back MVP deservedly, uh best offensive center in the league by a mile. He essentially broke the Warriors down by being the only good player on the floor in last last year's postseason. Then you added Michael Porter Jr., who, again, we're saying health is, is, is a given here. Michael Porter Jr. becomes a taller version of Klay Thompson, and Jamal Murray comes back, and you know I, I saw that he got hurt, but it wasn't serious. And he comes back, and he's been out for a while. You would think with the amount of time that he's out, he's going to come back healthier than, than he's been, and he's as good as guys you think are like Donovan Mitchell, right? Like he's right in that tier, if not better, because he's a better shooter. Um, so if you put those three guys together on offense – that that's that's an elite level offense best in the NBA and then I would say combine that with league average defense uh Bruce Brown Bruce Brown KCP like those guys were you just have enough Aaron Gordon you just have enough to get you I think of like the Phoenix Suns the seven seconds or less they're different style but the same way where dude your offense is so great that you only need an okay defense and you're going to get to the Western Conference Finals year in year out so if I were to pick a team Right, that's going to make the 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 NBA Finals. That's not the Warriors. I would pick the Denver Nuggets because of all of these uh, things going right for them. Yeah, I think um, this. First off, I think this is the best Denver Nuggets team Jokic has had. Um, if you believe a guy like Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. are back healthy, I like their role players more. I think I like um, KCP. I yep. like Bruce Brown. They're like the epitome of guys they haven't had in terms of just like. They're better defenders than Gary Harris was, you know, maybe not as good offensively, but better defensively. They don't need um, that. Yep. yep. Aaron Gordon, by the way, Jeff Green's on the Nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Just so we were talking about earlier. Shout out anyway, Jeff Green, go- <laughs> 36. Oh um, yeah. Aaron Gordon is a little like Wiggins in the sense of yep. if you're asking him to be the third, four, the fourth guy, it makes a lot more sense than if you're asking him to be the number two guy, which they did last year. He's not that guy to be the number two, but if he's playing off of Jamal Murray, Jokic and Michael Porter, he could potentially be really impactful. I don't know if he'll be as close to as impactful as Wiggins was for the Warriors last year, but like contextually it's, it's a role that makes sense for him as opposed to the roles he's played for other teams where like, you know, you think he's a star and he's, he's not really that guy. Um, Yeah. I, I like them overall. I, I think that they are, I wouldn't be surprised if they were, they had the best record in the West, to yep. be honest. Like yep. Jokic is a tank and the roster makes sense. Some of the young guys like Bones um, and, and, uh, and like uh, Christian Brown stuff also could be helpful well, for them. Like, like classic Bones Highland is a classic second year leap guy where you lose Monte Morris and uh, who's the other guy that they traded away. I forget. There's an, there's another guy. Uh, oh, Will Barton. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, those guys are fine, but they're, they're not. They're just regular season players. Give me KCP, who's a three and D guy that fits on the yeah, team. And, just, and, and Bones, Bones is good enough on all, yeah. Bones will get better between year one and two, and he'll give you that same value, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, That's my team, by the way. If I were to pick, like, the Warriors, Warriors and Nuggets, I think, go six or seven. 
in next season, in this season's post. Like that would be, you got to remember that Nuggets and Clippers played against each other, you know, it was in, in the bubble, right? And all, all that. Yeah, but. Different, different versions of those teams. But yeah, like the, the, the Clippers had no answer for Jokic. One got older, one got younger, or one, one got better, right? Yeah. One got older, one got better. I mean, Jokic is a problem, dude. Um, Jokic would eat Zubac. Well, I mean, he ate the Warriors Technically, alive, so there's really nothing you could do. Technically, Vegas has this team above the Nuggets. I thought they moved them below. Um, God. I don't care. I know Vegas is smart, but they're wrong about the Phoenix Suns. Um, all right. You want to talk? <laughs> we have to talk about them. We have to talk about them. Um, how, how, give me how the Suns yeah. win the West. Um, thought about this earlier today and prepping for this pod. I had to think a lot. I had to spend more time thinking about the Suns more than any other team in the in the Western Conference. You're essentially relying on the fact, a couple things. Um, Devin Booker is going to make a step into a superstar. Again, I don't know if he can, be, he can be that guy, but I think part of that is going to be shooting more threes. You just can't win games shooting mid-range shots. So can he become a superstar wing scorer like a Jason Tatum? Um, I don't know, but you, you think he can do that. You think DeAndre Ayton can become an elite defender? Get back to uh, what he was a couple of years ago. Yep. Yep. Right. Uh, until, until you saw Giannis, he was an elite defender, game changer in the postseason. Chris Paul, I mean, you just hope he stays healthy, right? But I think the big, big, big things, and this is kind of where the Warriors uh, became the Warriors, where they found Iguodala. Uh, Harrison Barnes took a leap. Clay took a leap, right? It's Cam Johnson and Mikel Bridges. Now, you can argue whether you believe those guys are going to take a leap, but those are the guys that they need to say, can you handle I'm the ball? Can you create more? Can you, you're in on cam? You're in on cam. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. As like, a, like they need him to be more of a shot creator. They need him to be, obviously, he's a great shooter. Can he stay on the floor defensively as a four, right? Kind of like a pseudo center almost. Mikel Bridges, can you handle the rock? Can you give us more than, you know, 15, six? Can you give us almost 18 points a game and, and efficiently? Those are the two guys that I think if you were to tell me that the Suns are going to make the NBA finals, those are the two guys that took huge leaps, which... You can argue whether that's realistic or not, but they're young enough. I mean, those both guys are you are you are you're so much nicer than me. Here's what needs to happen for the Suns to win the West. They trade for Kevin Durant, (laughs) or Chris Paul uses his power as the union head to make sure the top three players of every team he's facing get injured or are suspended, or you know, like uh, you know, an asteroid. Hits select cities, um, Denver, L.A., the Bay, Memphis, um, maybe even Minnesota. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, all of a sudden it's uh, Phoenix Suns and – oh, no, shit, not not even against Dallas. It hits Dallas also. So all of a sudden the the Western Conference Finals is – um, oh no, they're not being the Pelicans either. So all of a sudden, you know, it hits it hits New Orleans too. So really, it's like Phoenix versus a tanking Spurs team, and you know, Chris Paul's getting carried off the court like Rudy. Uh, that the guy Kelton done. Johnson might be on a Kelton Johnson and Devin Vassell. Yeah, those are good good wing players. I don't know. I don't know what you do about that. Good fantasy players. Oh, the I am. I, I am. Nobody loves Kelton Johnson more than me. Um, that's also not true, but I do like Kelton Johnson. Um, okay. uh, that's my, that's no, my honest case for the Suns is I, if they trade eight and for, for KD or like something like that, I just don't see it happening. Sorry. Uh, I can make cases for everyone else, but I don't see it. Let's wow. get to the, so you, you did that with every team, but you won't do it with the wow, Just yeah. Trade, special. make it, make a big trade. Special. Um, okay. All right. Special. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Next one per Vegas is the Lakers. And part of me thinks this is more of a function of just people like to bet on the Lakers, you know? Um, but we'll do the Lakers next. You do the Lakers. I'm not, I did the, I did. Uh, oh. <laughs> how I feel about the Lakers, how you feel about the Suns. I can't, I can't do it. Lakers also trade. They turn Russell Westbrook into a couple of role players. They're, you know, a bunch of good role players around LeBron ADs scarily in it you know all you need is lebron to be kind of a little be healthy come playoff time and um an ad playing with some health and i think it's possible do i think it's probable no i think they're going to be hilarious um but you know maybe at the all-star break they trade russell westbrook maybe they could trade him for like i don't know kcp kuzma caruso you know get some get some nice three and d players to go around yeah they might be a good fit who knows might be a good fit i don't know um that's that's really it, because otherwise, I don't, I don't see any. I, th- there's no way that this roster is presently constructed is doing anything. Yeah, I'm with you. I- I'm with you. Um, uh, Kyrie, can they make Kyrie happen? I, that's that's another one where I get you on the role player stuff, but LA's LA, right? The Lakers are the Lakers. You always want star players, so you know uh, the AD stuff is realistic. AD just cooked the Warriors. I mean, uh, yeah, they just cooked the Warriors, um, and you know he looks good. So there's yeah, that. It seemed like someone right. was missing from that. Um, <laughs> No, we're not. We're not talking. All right. Let's talk. Uh, next on the list is the Memphis Grizzlies. All right. I'll let you take, I'll let you take the, the Gen Z all-stars. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I grouped the Grizzlies with another Gen Z team. 
Um, very, very simple. Uh, leaps John in the way to make a jump shot. Yeah, <laughs> although he for makes some, them against the only the Warriors. He makes every single three against the Warriors, but not anyone else. Uh, which, eh. um, well, JJJ has to come back healthy come December. But you remember Steph and Clay and Draymond and, and how we didn't think you know they look good. They look good. All of a sudden, they're all superstars. Well. Steph was the super duper star, but all of a sudden Draymond's the best defensive player in the world. All of a sudden, Clay Thompson's an all-time three-point shooter, and then Clay's now the uh, Steph's now the MVP. So I think with these three guys, John Morant, Jaron Jackson, and Desmond Bain, I personally don't think those guys are going to get to the level of the Warriors three. But it's going to be all of a sudden John Morant's an MVP candidate. All of a sudden, Jaron Jackson comes back and he's the defensive, defensive player defensive of the year in yeah. the NBA. And then all it's literally perfect. It aligns perfectly. And then the third one, Desmond Bain shoots 42, which he did. But now he shoots it on even higher volume. Now he's a lockdown defender, which I don't know if he is. But he becomes that. And all of a sudden, those three guys get to that. And and uh, that that's it, right? That's that's all that matters. They have a bunch of young guys. By the way, do you know that? Do you know about this guy that they have, Ali Ali Sadhar or something? This young 21-year-old that they drafted. I butchered his name. In last year's first-round pick, he looks Santi great. Lama. Yeah, there you go. You know, not, I didn't even, even come close to his name. But did you, he's pretty good. He's going to start nice. at the four. Um, so they have just have a battalion of young, like, 21 to 23-year-old. I year swear old to God, they just guys. crowdsource their picks to Twitter. Because whoever I see, like, the draft nerds, like, mm-hmm. talking up, they pick. Like, Kenny Lofton, um, <laughs> David Roddy. Yeah. Uh, those, you know, it's just always... The case for them. Um, Zaire Williamson's going to be good, right? Zaire this Williams, year, yeah. we might see a leap. And then I liked, uh, I liked Clark. him for a raw rookie. I thought he showed some promise. I could see him being pretty good. Um, so, so they've got a bunch of those guys and they may need some vets, but maybe that's what Steven Adams for. But basically, Sam, I'm just, those three guys become the three, the trio version of the Warriors and, and they get there. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this depends on Jaron. The current word is he's way ahead of schedule. Um, I always get a little iffy with bigs with leg injuries. It just, it, it never, don't believe that. they rarely come back uh, earlier than usual. You know, he's the guy that missed more time. He missed the whole season. I mean, like he Almost, was on the James, yeah. it's him and James Wiseman. Like there's not much you could, how much you could do when you're that big. Let me ask you this. Would you trade Draymond and Wiseman for Jaron works in the trade machine? I would I'm not. My, I'm getting my Bill Simmons on. Just, uh, just throwing it out there. Turn the oh. camera on. Turn the TikTok out. I would not do it this season unless, and I know we weren't going to talk about this, but if Jordan Poole really was pissed and couldn't do it anymore, of course you make that trade. Fun, I mean, there's no way Memphis fact, would do that. But Fun fact. Hmm. Um, James Wiseman is from Memphis. Another fun fact. Jaron Jackson and Jordan Poole were high school teammates and roommates. Um, another fun fact, John Morant and Draymond tweet at each other. And now I'm just reaching for anything. Um, no, nah, I, I, I don't know. Jaron Jackson is one of the few guys that if you were to uh, replicate the, Draymond's defense, it's, it's obviously honest. It's Jaron Jackson. It's Robert Williams. Like what other big, Bam. by the way, both guys are hurt. Bam. Like those are the guys that would replicate. It is kind of like funny. 80%. We're always, we're always like concerned about Draymond's health, but like. Big's kind of always, it's, it's not fun being a big, you know, we remember the Bogut experience, you know, he had a bunch oh. of injuries, um, friend of the show. Uh, um, it's, you know, shocking. The most physical position on the court leaves you a little more, uh, exposed yeah. to injuries. Yeah. Yeah. And um, by the way, love Robert Williams and Jaron Jackson. Both aren't going to play till January. 
It's an, yeah, they I both mean, actually. You, neither my Draymond, to be honest. They both the really fit exactly with the Warriors, like out of bigs, and maybe maybe they can develop Wiseman into that. Um, you know, uh, maybe who knows? Just keep it moving. Yeah, but anyway, um, just figured I'd spice it up. I I also I have zero reason to believe Memphis would ever do that. They never, seem to, they, never. They love Jaron, and they should. Jaron's. Do you know how old Jaron is? Well, twenty-two, right? Jaron, like, I was shocked by this. Yeah, he, he just turned twenty-three. Yeah, uh, he's uh. he turned twenty-three three weeks ago. So he's like he's been in the NBA for a long time, but he's like really young for his age. So that's my guy. That's my guy. I like Jaron. He's a beast. Yeah, he's 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 cool. Um, he's a lot a lot cooler than Jaw. Because um, because <laughs> he doesn't talk as much. Um, who's next on the on the Vegas list? The next, you know, we got we got to pick an order. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Andy Andy Lou's favorite player, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Christian. I, uh, Wood. So fun fact: two hundred dollar budget draft, uh, eighty one dollars I spent on Luka Doncic uh, because I think <laughs> I got him for ninety one. <laughs> I spent the most on somehow every other. Well, I guess Jokic went for more, but uh, he was my number one player. I think he's going to win MVP this season for fantasy purposes. He's going to play all 82 if he needs to. Right. And he's going to drag this team to a top seed. I think they're kind of underrated. Hear me out. I think they're kind of underrated because I think the Brunson loss is it's big, but I do think in the regular season, it doesn't matter as much especially if you're going to have guys like two guys, I think about Tim Hardaway Jr. may not be a better player than, than Jalen Brunson, but he might fit Luca a little better in the regular season when you have less sophisticated defenses and he's a better, just a straight shooter, Definitely a better shooter. Yeah. Just a better shooter. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, technically he could play better defense. And then the other guy to me, and this is a funny one because I thought long hard about this and I was just like, do I like him? Do I not Christian Wood? might end up being, and he's not even starting because JaVale McGee is for some reason, but he might be a good 25, 30 minute player that they didn't have in the regular season as a big that can just play pick and pop with Luke all day or with Dinwiddie all day. That's kind of a tough to guard lineup combination when you put Wood out there. Again, it's all regular season stuff, but I do think this team is underrated in the regular season. I don't think I can make an argument for the, for the NBA finals though, Sam. I don't think I can. I just don't think they have enough uh, defense and scoring at the same time on the court to do that. But I think they're underrated in the regular season. I think they could win a lot of games. I think they are going to win a lot of games because um, Luke is a tank. And in general, if you run the James Harden offense around him, you will generate a lot of wins throughout the regular season, maybe by game four against really good teams in a playoff series, not so much, but you know, you're not doing that in the, uh, in the regular season. Um, My case would be Christian Wood. I'm not a huge Christian Wood guy. He just, he strikes me more as a empty stats guy than a winning like he's the opposite of, of jared and robert williams right like he's probably more skilled offensively um definitely like a smooth game the jumper finishing inside with both hands you know he's like a very good offensive player but like just zero awareness on defense and that's the yeah. most important thing for a big yeah i'll say this about jason kidd uh, he did a good job of getting players to buy in and while sometimes his schematic choices are curious like i'm he does stuff where I'm, I'm like, oh, that's not what I would do. Um, he, uh, he does. There, there does seem to be a method to the madness there. So I could see him potentially getting defense out of, out of Christian Wood. If he can get Christian Wood to defend, uh, Luca, insert one of their guys, and then Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith. Like 
could be more potent than what we saw last year. And last year they did get to the Western conference finals. Um, add to it. Luca will be better. Luca. Whenever Steph actually falls off, Luca will be the best offensive player in the league. It's not uh it's probably not happening this year, but like he's, he's so good offensively. Right. Yo, yo, kitchen, Luca. Yeah, those two, so, two, two I mean, European they, white guys, best offensive player in the league. Amazing. I mean, yeah, just I mean, he's like LeBron esque with just thirty and eight on a consistent basis, just efficient. And um, it looks like know, he got in shape too. I mean, he maybe he cut he out definitely the started the season in shape. So, uh, um, you know, it's I, I, again, there's a reason they're like fifth or sixth. Um, I don't think it's probable, but that's my case. That's yep. my case for them at least exceeding the fifth or sixth seed. You know. Yep. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Next up is um, Minnesota. Like, you know, do I think Minnesota will win the West? Probably not, but like I can make a case for why they're going to be better than the seventh seed. I like the Timberwolves. My only, because I, I when I was thinking about this, it's, it's all kind of obvious. It's like, well, can can Cat and Rudy fit? Or can Anthony, right. Anthony Edwards make a leap? It's like, yeah, we can assume all of that. But the biggest issue with this team is, how they can get to the finals is one, Suns fall apart. Two, Cat and Gobert figure it out together. Three, how the hell do we get Chris Paul because the Suns have fallen apart? To me, <laughs> that to me that and like you said I about the trade, so I'd be so mad if they got Chris Paul because I, Ant, I'm a, I know my hot know. take is Ant will be better than Jaw this year, um, and I think he's. He has a chance to be the best uh, best shooting guard in the league. I like. I think he's going to pass Devin Booker in a year or two pretty quickly. Um, I think my case for them revolves around him going from being really fun and really talented to like, no, he's he's a he's a superstar. He's not like an ascending superstar. He's a superstar, um, and he's a two way superstar. He can uh, he, he may be an elite defender. He may actually be an elite defender. Right. He's. So. He's, I mean, he's a legit six, six with like a long wingspan. He can get into guy. He likes to play physical. I like, he, he, he's similar to Kuminga in the sense of like, does he need to get better at stuff? Yes. But he's definitely not shy about contact and then the handle, the jumper. I mean, he's a, he's, I, I like him. He's, he's grown on me so much as a player. And I think what's going to be interesting for them is this is a different roster than Utah. So they're, they're, they're putting a bunch of wings who probably can't really shoot around Gobert, but they can defend like Jade McDaniels. That's my guy, Jaden. I think there's a chance for them to be a absolutely elite defense who, you know, um, 
Cat provides a good amount of offense because he's super skilled. And then Ant is just kind of the, uh, you know, take over when it's takeover time. I could see that being a formula that gets them to like, you know, top three seed in the West. And if you're up there, who knows how the ball breaks. The one, but the concern I have is Ant's, I don't think going to get to a point where he's Luca with the ball in his hands. And I think that's what this team needs because you're going to have to get Cat the ball and you're also going to have to utilize Rudy Gobert. You you can't just say, okay, Rudy, you can't post up. You can't take advantage of smaller guys in the post. We're just not going to give you the rock. He is like he is that Wiseman type of he's so big he's gonna get he's gonna get you 16, 18 points a game just by being big. That's just and you're gonna have to get him the rock that way. And I I don't know if if Ant can be that guy right now. He's more of a hey, let me get my buckets and let me be a great defender, which is amazing. Like you said, he he can still be a great two-way player, which is why I say if they have Chris Paul and you throw a true quote unquote true point guard in there who can get Cat the Rock for three, who can get Rudy Gobert and Alley Oop. Because this has happened for all the other Chris Paul teams. They just throw the true point guard in there and they win titles. They get, they get, you know, they get to the fine, they get to the Western Conference the year, finals. Oh, the year one Chris Paul bump where like yeah. the vibes are good year one. Get him for a year, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a, it's a I mean, I'll get, I'll give you this. I, I would like Chris Paul more than D'Angelo Russell on that team. Well, they're going all in, right? They traded 18 picks, you know, get the other, get the whatever's left and throw it in there for Chris Paul. When the Suns start, you know, like eight and and seventeen, right? So, oh, is anyway. that gonna be the that's gonna be the Suns move? They're gonna get D'Lo to go play with Book. D'Lo, uh. and I'm looking at the Minnesota roster. It's it's uh, bereft of debt, so there's not. Uh, it's gonna be picks and Eric Pascal. So anyway, I uh, I like the Minnesota team, but they need it. They need someone who can facilitate on that team. That's my problem with them. The last one is one of the more popular hipster picks this year. Uh. Uh, maybe not to win the title, but just like everyone's like look out for this team. You know, like, you know how like there's always one team where everyone's like, look yes. out for this team, yes. New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. Which is, which is why when that happens, I tend to go the other way. So it's like, it's like, you know, one, one, one side reverts this way. I go back the other way. But if you were to make an argument, this is a perfectly built team. Uh, now I think they're still a little bit too young um, and, and they may be a year away from truly uh, becoming a top three team in the Western conference. But do just think about the the fit that they have. They have Zion Williamson that you could play at the four, right? Just the best big man scorer in the NBA. You could you could even say at the rim. Uh, Brian Ingram, uh, Giannis, but yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brian Ingram, you got who who took a leap last season, takes another one this year. He's in year six, and then you got the role players that everyone loves, like Herb Jones, elite defender, Alvarado. Like you just Trey Murphy, three and D guy. So you've just got like the perfect role player team to go along with Herb, superstar Herb upside. Jump. Right, they've got it all. I mean, I would say this is another team that instead of CJ, can they get Chris Paul? I don't know why the I don't know why I keep. Bringing uh, I'd up rather Chris have C- I'd rather have CJ. Uh, mm, the thing is, I would their offense. They they need uh they need someone to get. I would rather have the ball be in Bi and Zion's hands versus a shoot first point guard that's looking for a shot. But again, maybe that's what they, they can do. But they, they put they put they let CJ run off ball and let Bi handle. I think it makes – whereas now you got Zion, but now you got Zion. Yeah, or you can let Zion handle – and I mean, I just, I'm a big CJ guy. I think – yeah, no, I'm not going to go there. But one, of my, <laughs> one of my slander takes is I'm not convinced Dame's better than CJ. Um, I don't actually believe that. But I think CJ's underrated. I think, uh, I think he can really put the ball in the basket efficiently. Uh, and if you can play him with a bigger ball handler, which B.I. is, which, uh, which Zion is, he kind of makes sense, you know? He's not Steph, but he can do some of the like off ball stuff and he doesn't dominate the ball. Um, my case. I guess, yeah. There you go. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why CJ is kind of annoying with the Warrior slights. So I don't know why I'm defending him. <laughs> um, I was gonna say my one my one thing for the Pelicans would be if Zion defends. Um, I'm not actually concerned about their offense because Zion is he's like a little Giannis esque where it's just like you you're like you look at the box where you're like and ten for fifteen with twenty nine points. You know, like like he just walks into efficiency at the rim. You know, and they got shooters and they got. Bi in the mid range, and they they got they got a few things going for them. It's just a question of if Zion's going to commit to defense or they're going to be a fun scoring team. Yeah, which is why I think they're a year away because we just we don't know the answers. And uh, even if we know that they end up doing that, I still think that leap is a year away. But I, I'm with you. this is a a perfectly built. They remind me of Memphis a little bit. I put these teams together, Memphis and the Pels, because they're just so they're built so perfectly where they have these these young players that have a chance to be superstars, right? With Ingram and Zion, then they have John, Jaron could be superstar. They have amazing role players, Zaire, Bain, et cetera. Then you have Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, like all these guys, Dyson Daniels, who apparently is pretty good. They just have the perfect amount of, of role players to go with superstars. Uh, to be honest, it's how I think about the Warriors. I guess to loop it back in here before we get out, like the Warriors have the perfect blend of superstars, except the Warriors actually have superstars that have won championships before. And then they have these great young uh, players that could be great role players, right? Like, hopefully, we think Kaminga and Wiseman can be. So, the Warriors are obviously four champions and, and like eight years ahead of these guys. But um, I mean, that's that's where that's where if you were to say, I guess to end it, if you were to tell me which one which one team is coming out on this, it's gonna be. You know, it's gonna be. The they one. do have title upside. I give you that. Like, if if those players develop correctly, they have title. They have title upside. All right, we'll get out of here. We we'll, we'll be back on Thursday or Friday. Um, appreciate it, everyone.